Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Right now, it's uh, my honour, actually, my privilege to uh, introduce uh, one of the most inspirational ladies in New Zealand sport, to be fair, particularly if you look at the administration of it, because after a decade in charge of the New Zealand Olympic Committee, Kieran Smith has decided to step down from uh, those roles. It's been an incredibly successful tenure in the job across three Olympic Games, two Winter Olympics, two Commonwealth Games. Uh, Kieran, uh, I guess the, the big question first of all is why now? <laughs> well, Marana, and um, nice to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's such a fabulous job. You could sort of stay in it for life, to be honest. But um, but it's a really, it's a milestone time, really, Um finishing up such a big campaign as Tokyo and is relentless because we're now moving on to Winter Olympics in a few months in uh, Beijing, Commonwealth Games in less than 12 months and then two years to the Paris Olympic Games. But if it's not now, it's, you know, it's a long time into the future and I think it's, it's time for me <clears throat> to, to step aside and I think it's great for the organisation to, to you know, have new leadership coming in as well. Kieran, uh, you know, I've seen you quite a bit on television prior to the Olympic Games taking part, uh, taking part this time round. Defending decisions, defending the decision, uh, of course, to actually go in the first place because everyone was scared of uh, the ramifications of COVID, of course. Uh, you were right behind the whole thing, backing your team, etc., and the process there. Uh, the Laurel Hubbard issue, of course, you, you had to deal with that too. So um, this has been quite a unique games uh, in terms uh, of of a couple of those types of issues, but you must be so pleased that you stood firm on those because the outcome has been amazing. Yeah, I think um, I am really proud and I'm really satisfied and 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 just feel very fortunate that behind behind the scenes and um, you know in our in our own space, the New Zealand Olympic Committee board and. and we were very resolute about, you know, in a, in a, I guess, a, a quiet confidence that we had in our plans and preparation. And, and you know, people in a negative environment, if, if you're kind of standing up for athletes and advocating and, and championing and supporting them, we all know that the Olympic Games is once in a lifetime for them. And the athletes were determined to go and the sports were committed and from our point of view, it was really a matter of getting the right people and the right support and huge planning to, to allow those people to achieve their dreams. And um, so I think, yes, it does, it does take a lot of support, a lot of determination. Um, really unified New Zealand sport at a time when we often feel like we're just one family. I think what it showed is we all came together, you know, 20-something different codes, worked really, really hard, 
be clear the purpose. So yeah, and and they're complicated issues these days. We've brought up and you know the transgender conversation and being at the forefront of that for world sport is not always a comfortable place to be. Um, but the world is moving as we know, and, um, and I feel proud of how we as an organisation and the New Zealand team under Rob Waddell's leadership have um, navigated those tricky issues. Kieran, uh, we look at the Olympic Games, I suppose, uh, you know, if, if from our perspective, sitting on the couch at home or, you know, the man in the street looks at it and says, uh, they were good because we got medals, uh, you know, we got X amount of golds, we, we got more than we did last time. Is that how New Zealand uh, an Olympic Committee views it, uh, success in medals? Or what is uh, do you have another, uh, another type of gauge there for, for the way you, you value the success? Of- have a lot of lot of gauges. I mean, what what really? Um, I mean, certainly, public expectation is that we perform and make New Zealanders proud. You know, that, that's what the people expect of New Zealand, and 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 we understand and respect that. What also really matters to us is that the athletes feel proud in the team of representing New Zealand, of supporting each other, the culture, and I think over the years we've seen that now New Zealand teams really develop and evolve and it's quite a tricky thing to achieve when you bring together 21 different sports codes, some of whom have their own team culture, you know, like the women's sevens and, and the like, they have a really strong team culture, but then moulding that into how does that look for a, a New Zealand team, a multi-sport team, I think that's the power and the opportunity, so we're really mindful that our athletes feel valued and supported and proud to represent their country. So that's really important to us. And the other thing um, that is really important is that leadership of the team are valued and the leadership of the organisation is respected. And we do measure that in terms of how New Zealanders feel about it, but also how international folks see us. Um, because when you're on the world stage, we are ambassadors for New Zealand, and that, that's a really important consideration as well. Karen, one of the uh, big things on your agenda personally um, has been um, the increased uh, involvement of women in decision-making in sport at the high levels and participation, of course, um, and also um, the fact that we've got to be far more aware of uh, the cultures that we possess in New Zealand as opposed to how we use them in sport as well. Uh, are you happy with the way those areas are, are tracking at the moment? I mean, they're big societal changes, I think, and um, all we can ever do in our organisations, respectively, is, I guess, champion the right messages and walk the talk. Um, And I think over the last few years, the New Zealand Olympic Committee um, has been able to do that. I mean, the board under Mike Stanley's um, leadership has been incredibly progressive, (coughs) focused on inclusivity, never compromising performance. Um, So I, I do think we've made strides in that area, in New Zealand, generally, and in New Zealand sport, generally. And we have a way to go. And I think part of that way to go will see our cultures, excuse me, I'm my throat, our culture and sport become a bit more people-focused. And it's a very, very fine balance, isn't it? And, you know, a lot of discussion now around athlete welfare and, and the environments we're creating in high performance. And, and I think it's just a matter of getting the balance between performance and people um, Right, and, and I think that as as an organisation and something I'm passionately proud, you know, proud of, and we continue will continue to do is to work in in a more equitable, inclusive, um, diverse um, 
you know, change in New Zealand sport. That, that is a, an, a really interesting point you bring up, and never better emphasised in it. I suppose it, uh, it, was, it was more highlighted by the fact that it happened at, at uh, Olympic time, and that, of course, was the passing, the tragic passing of uh, Olivia Podmore. Uh, and I, I guess that brought to the fore uh, those areas you, that you just touched on there. Um, how, much, how much, I think, more work has to be done, I, I think is the best way to describe it, in those areas? Who has to take responsibility? I mean, overall, you, you're seen as the governing body and in terms of Olympic sports, but... How much pressure has to still go on the individual sports uh, in this area? I think we all, you know, all of us involved in sport <clears throat> with athletes have a, a duty of care to ensure that that we do take care of the person, not not just the product. And and these issues are being um, debated and considered not only in New Zealand right now, but around the world. And I, you know, sitting with some of my colleagues in Tokyo. You know, you, you think about the Simone Biles and, you know, situation, think about so many stories today where, you know, the, the issue of well-being is a societal conversation. There's no different. And high-performance life in any endeavour is, is very testing. We have to be mindful that it's the culture and the nature of our world. And COVID has just made this very, very much harder. You know, the ability to travel and train and compete and do what we usually do and to attend qualification events, all these things overlay an already restful environment. Um, it is high performance. And so we just need to think about and act on how we bring through a different, or adjust our culture. And my, my view and my experience with the Olympic Committee is that what helps and drives that is having athletes engaged and empowered in the organisation. We're very fortunate to have an athletes commission in the NDAC, which is led by Sarah Carly Ross and a group of outstanding young New Zealanders. And they've been through the system and they have been to Olympics or Commonwealth Games and they advise the board, they sit on the board, they're on our committees, they're involved in the teams are the guardians of the culture of women in sport. In my view, it's very much about how do we bring athletes with experience, with into our fold and into decision-making roles and work alongside and in governance to help shape the culture that they feel they want to be part of as a performance, performance athlete, but also as a person and to come out the other side and feel... Know, they want to contribute to the sport. They want to lead. They want to be mums and dads of kids who play sport. They want to be our future umpires. All of those things will serve us incredibly well for for the future. I think. Karen, uh, on a more a slightly more happy note, positive note, I, I'm going to put you on the spot here. In your time uh, in, as the boss, uh, has there been one Olympic performance, one performer? It doesn't necessarily have to be a medal winner. One performer that's really grabbed you and said, "Yeah." That's why I do this job. That's what it's all about. Well, there's been a truckload, to be honest. It's a very privileged, privileged role that you do get, you know, up close and personal with a lot of um, special moments in New Zealand sport. But I have to say that that 35 minutes in Tokyo, where we saw um, Emma Twig and all that Emma's been through, 
you know, so much of a backstory to that gold medal. And then our two eights charging down that um, foot away and having medals around their necks. I mean, that was just a stunning, you know, stunning period of time for New Zealand sport. And not just about rowing. It's just about who we are and what we stand for. And being in the stands with people from all around the world, they were just looking at New Zealand thinking, what are you guys doing? And I, I reflect that so often we do focus on the negative elements of sport and I think we should sometimes just step back and say New Zealand sport has just had its most successful Olympic Games, not only in medals but in depth and in you know, young athletes coming through doing exceptionally well, males, females, teams, individuals, in a great Paralympics. Our cricketers are world champions. Our netball are world champions. Our rugby team teams are always in the about. No, that isn't bad. And we need to sometimes just give ourselves some opportunity to celebrate and recognise. And I'm, I'm really optimistic about the future of New Zealand sport and I'm just privileged to have been part of that. was just one little moment in, in Tokyo. Yeah. But overall, I'd say... Actually, the Tokyo Olympic Games reflection are probably my highlights. Kieran, it's normally four-year cycles for these things, but of course it's, this is a three-year gap between now and uh, Paris, of course. So uh, I, I know it's a long process preparing, etc. So uh, whoever takes over from you, I guess, um, has to get into gear very, very quickly this time around. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the postponement of the Tokyo Games has, has been, you know, has really concertinated things for for our staff and for sport. I mean, I'm just a little part of a really effective and high-performing team at the New Zealand Olympic Committee. So our staff that kind of work behind the scenes and do the heavy lifting, they're, they're well focused on, um, you know, on what, what we need to be doing for Paris. I mean, normally, you know, planning phase for games is about five to seven years. You know, that's shortened and that brings with it challenges around... Um, not only planning and preparing the team, but all the fundraising and all those other things that go on behind behind the scenes. It was an exciting time. I mean, the most, for me, into the future, the single most exciting thing that happened and kind of got lost a bit around Tokyo was the announcement of Brisbane, host of the Olympic Games in 2032. And that combination with the Paris Olympics, LA Olympics and a home Olympics, is a stunning runway for summer Olympic sport. I think kids in New Zealand that are 10 years old can realistically start to think, hey, amazing pathway to drive my Olympic dream, whether as an athlete or as a coach or as an umpire. Or, you know, so the opportunities are here are really exciting, but there's a lot to be done. But you know, it's a really good time for somebody to come in and, and be part of that runway and shaping of the opportunities for athletes as well. Kieran, just finally, I mean, you've had this great legacy even prior to the Olympics of your involvement in, in top-level sport, etc., et um, in all various forms. I, I just uh, wonder, have you got anything in mind? Um, will, will we see Kieran Smith with, with another role very quickly, or are you could just take a bit of time out and assess things? Well, you won't see me with another role very quickly. I'm committed to work through a transition to to a new CEO, and that's probably likely to be you know early 2022. So, 
plenty of focus on on um, what's what's immediately ahead. But then beyond that, um, you know, I mean, I'm hugely passionate about New Zealand sport and our leadership and how we perform and engage with the world of sport. Um, so you know, really looking to pursue some opportunities and things that I feel passionate about and leadership space. So um, no, looking forward to creating a new chapter. Hey, look, uh, congratulations on what you've achieved. Uh, it's been fantastic, um, you know, and uh, because, of, um, <clears throat> because of your good work and determination, of course, we get the benefit of it. Uh, watching the Olympic Games, Kieran, thanks so much for your time this morning um, and uh, your legacy will live on, I'm sure. And good luck with your next endeavour. Uh, I'm sure will be ultra successful as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ian. All the best. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.